Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network, part of Omaha. Omaha Audio, Cousin Sal here on a Tuesday morning. We have a full house. Eddie Spaghetti, Mikey Meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess and joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek, Martin Weiss. So much to get to. U.S. Iran kicks off in an hour. Um, we have bets with there. We want to recap Sheck's big win, Steelers over Colts. Martin's Michigan Wolverines are in the title hunt. Let's recap Thanksgiving real quickly. Martin, how'd it go for you? I uh, went great. You don't usually like this holiday. You, you say it's a, a friction-filled. Well, it's, just, well it, it's a dinner party with people that you don't hang out with. That's <laughs> really all it boils down to. I laughed at that the other day, and then uh, halfway through the night, I was like, oh, yeah, he was right about this. He was right about this. <laughs> That's all it is. So those are shooing away at relatives uh, by the half dozen. All right, check. how about you? I, I don't time. know where Marty was, but I was spending time with my best friend of all time, TV, who was hanging out with Josh Allen mm. and the lie and a pretty fun game from one of the two Twin Cities and that nice one from Big D. I had, you know, turkey, stuffing, gravy, mashed potatoes. Going to get any complaints from me? You know, no, you in do, fact. Dave, have turkey, stuffing, mashed potatoes every Thursday because every Thursday there's a football game. Mm. Well, but there's not three. Can I tell the you? Day. Well, there was four, as a matter of fact. Not, oh. I'm not even counting the egg bowl. There oh. was uh, there was the turkey bowl, West Coast style. Pleased to report that Jean Claude Van Damashek and his little sister, the two littles, mm. defeated the two elders, 35 to 14 in a shootout. It was a it was a wow. blowout of a game. They broke their four game losing streak there. I was happy to be a part of it. I saw some clips. I saw you throwing off your back foot. I understand mm-hmm. it's a precision is uh, is more important than anything else. I'm the little kids are running around, but you yourself were. You got to be able to make plays off script ultimately. Listen, I see. It's well and good to learn the playbook, but mm-hmm. at some point, if you want to be a difference maker, you got to be willing to pull the trigger in some mm-hmm. tough spots. And Damashek ain't shy about doing that. Speaking of off script, and I, I'm going to predict that Martin thinks this is disgusting. Sheck will be a little more tolerant of it. But the kids and the wife came home with pizza Tuesday night, and there somehow were like six leftover slices. So here's what I did for the rest of the weekend. After Thanksgiving, I started putting Thanksgiving leftovers as toppings on Mm. the pizza for my lunch and dinner Friday, Saturday, Sunday. First day or night, stuffed mushrooms cut up on the pizza. Mm. Beautiful. But we've had mushroom pizza before, so that's no big deal. True. Turkey on pizza. Not bad. Turkey marinara sauce. Pretty good. We've had chicken marinara on right on pizza. Anything you can do to make turkey better, I'm all for. Really? Oh yeah, you're against turkey. Boy, man, Martin just hates things. Hates it. Uh, And cranberry was the last day. A little bit of a big swing there, but Mm -hmm. you know, sweet. Much like tomatoes are sweet. It was. I give that like a a B plus, considering I didn't have high hopes for it. Check. Listen. I, I, I'm all for experimentation. You understand that. Get mm-hmm. in the lab, see what you can come up with, and I and I love it. Cranberry for me personally wouldn't be a choice, but you know what? You do you. I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to be a, mm-hmm. a food dictator like that. If that's Thank if you. that's your pleasure, you do it. I bet that tasted good. It's good. I think I may make a side. Clever. Business. Could I make all my money the Friday after Thanksgiving just selling pizza with Thanksgiving toppings? Why don't they do it? that for real? Like I. There's that one ad that Pil- won't Pilgrim stop playing about Pilgrim like, pie. Yeah. am I sitting at the wrong table? That yeah. you know that 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 same yeah, one yeah. about hometown buffet. Like it's right. a Thanksgiving dinner with whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You can get all you want. If I, it's a weird thing. I've always said before, and I have to say it again because uh, we just passed it. Your cousin, who is Jimmy Kimmel, no. No, no, it is. He it's is. a joke. What? And Isn't that you, a joke? he has a late night show. And every year, I thought this was one of the great things. When I see that commercial for the for the buffet place mm-hmm. that's doing Thanksgiving meals, right? They, I'm like, why would I want to go there and get a Thanksgiving meal when I'm going to have one on Thanksgiving? Right. And this is the thing that goes on in offices and schools. Like, hey, we're having our our class Thanksgiving dinner before we. Do. Mm. Why are we eating that when we only eat it once a year? Turkey and all that stuff. But we do it twice in the same week. Kimmel, as you may recall, Sal, he on for for the staff the last Thanksgiving of Still the does year it. or Christmas, yeah. he one way or the other Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, before everybody goes off to celebrate, 
he has the big feast, but mm-hmm. he doesn't give turkey and stuffing and everything else. Instead, he goes surf and turf, yes. and he slaves over the grill on top of it. A to visionary. Steak and Honestly. tuna steak and stuff like that. Yeah, he still But I mean, it. what a thing that is. That's a, that's a, that's a master it's stroke, for real. It's good. I like that. Can I say this? And uh, Jimmy, God bless him for doing this thing. But Jimmy once, who? Once, oh, uh, Jimmy the guy, still. Right, the, right, right. Once a guy who was kind of, you know, kind of not a good worker, We'll say this is years ago. Came Uh-oh. back for a third steak, and he didn't last very long after that. So yesterday he did. He came back in line. That was it. I want to name names. I want, I want a name. He's gone. He's playing bongos somewhere else. Let's just say that. Uh, go ahead. I was ordering food during Monday Night Football, right? Yeah. Uh, and I decided that I was going to double dash and get some ice cream last night. Yeah. And yeah. I'm, as I'm clicking around. I find this ice cream flavor in the limited edition section of this one spot. Let's hear it. it. The title, Caramelized Turkey and Cranberry Sauce. No! Crispy turkey bacon and a buttery brittle with thyme and pepper joined with house-made cranberry sauce. I bet it was damn good. Contains milk and tree nuts. Oh, There's, you didn't get it. Of course not. You didn't get it. No. Of course you not. you got to get it just that to get it. That sounds disgusting. Babyface, order that now. Let's have that here for an hour when we're done. <laughs> it can, we it can get here by 1140. All right. I was thinking about this real quick. I know stew exists, you know, but if... Stew who? Well, <laughs> I, I'm now... I, I can't keep up anymore. Okay. But no, I was thinking about gravy, and my wife makes a, a, mm. an especially delectable brand. Of, like, it really tastes like a steak. Yeah, you said that. And, and then I was talking to some of the kids at my little one's school about, like, how was your day? Did you eat turkey? Did you eat gravy? And they're like, I don't like gravy. Gravy's weird to me. And I was thinking, you're right, little child. Gravy is kind of a weird thing. What mm. is that exactly? And then I thought, if they made it as a soup, would I eat it? And the answer is yes. Oh, if, 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 if my wife... If my wife said, like, yeah, I made I made beef soup and put a, a bowl of her gravy in front of me, I'd be like, ooh, that tastes good. I'd love it. Yeah, how is it different than, like, clam chowder? I'm just trying texture-wise, right? You get the filmy thing and that. Yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm, not, I'm with you. I'm if you called it you. something else, you'd be fine with it, Martin. You wouldn't it's know. It's like bone broth. Like, it's like, like I mean, if okay. you're trying to lose weight. You won't even eat turkey ice cream. Why are we listening to you? <laughs> All right, listen, I want to be done with the Thanksgiving talk, but we actually cannot because we have to settle a bet here. Spaghetti and I, Eddie Spaghetti, our esteemed producer, big Giants fan. Uh, I'm a Cowboys fan. Not sure if you know that. Hmm. We bet. We made a Thanksgiving side bet, and it actually, we do so many pl- fun things with words. Thanksgiving side, the loser had to have a Thanksgiving side poured on his or her, in this case, his head and at the winner's choosing. So Spaghetti was a gentleman. I will say the Cowboys were favored by nine points. I said, it's not great if the Giants cover and you get to celebrate if they lose by seven or eight or whatever. He's like, well, just give me three points. Well, that was his problem now because the Cowboys won by eight. Poor Eddie Spaghetti. And can we just say, in bet. real life, the backdoor yeah. cover was in play, too. Yeah, well, it, it did. They covered. It was crazy. They were, the Cowboys were up 15 with the ball. Uh, Marred misses the field goal. He's been lights out all year. But anyway, it didn't matter for our bet because Spaghetti was only getting three. They lost by eight. So now I get to choose which side goes on Spaghetti's head. Now, keep in mind, when the Cowboys beat the Giants, when they went to MetLife and won, Eddie famously wore a tuna on his head for an hour. I think he wore it for a couple of podcasts, right, Eddie? Yeah, I, I actually put it back on for the second show, which is uh, AO. He's good. He's good. He's a good sport. For being the worst sport I know, he's actually a good sport when it comes to this <laughs> stuff, right? So now, Eddie, we, we, um, I have to decide on the side, and I asked you yesterday, you said cranberry was your favorite to... To ingest, right? No, I made the joke that I oh. usually wear cranberry. I see. The, the, right. My favorite to eat, though, are uh, mashed potatoes or stuffing. Okay. Ooh, I, cranberry I thought about pizza? this. Now, <laughs> come on now. Shaq, focus here. Sorry. We have to pay this off. Now, right. I thought about this for a while. And you want nice vision of what's messy, right? Mm-hmm. And But you don't want to doesn't want to be too embarrassing. I don't need him going to HR. I don't think we have an HR. And I thought to myself, I'm like, Spaghetti sealed his own fate when it came to the sides. Because when the Giants got their seventh win, Spaghetti said this season is all gravy. Ah. And so, here we are. (laughs) Eddie Spaghetti must wear the Giants season on his head. Oh, no. Give Dave a spoon first. Gravy. He wants some. (laughs) Yeah, this is not soup, Shaq. This is gravy. 
I know spaghetti. I'm sorry. You were Soup's probably hoping, on spaghetti. Hoping for something a little more um, containable. I'm right? just worried about the my uh, two thousand dollar laptop. Oh no no no! Don't worry. Headset. Oh and, no uh, no no! Don't worry. The hat, the extra points hat, is uh, irreplaceable. It's what you really should worry about. All right. So yeah, I, I agree. We do have to do this in some kind of a. Now I'll just pour a little. Maybe I'll just pour a little. And a little more as the podcast goes along, right? You happy about this? I, I don't even care anymore. Just do whatever. <laughs> I, I, I hate sports. Just, <laughs> okay. And you're going to hate Thanksgiving just yeah, as this, much. This okay. is, uh, I'm just a clown. Oh, no. Stop. Stop. I don't want to hear that talk. That's terrible. All right. Check. What do you, what Good do you, luck. Yeah. All right. Martin. In the year? Answer? I don't know. Is this mean? Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, forget. I'll take it easy on you. But we're gonna. It's gonna be a callback. We're gonna do this a couple times. I think. All right. Let's see. So, what do you adjust yourself? You're gonna want to take the headset off, right? For at least for the pouring. Uh, I guess so. Okay. You won't be able to hear me though. But have, you, have you not done this before? No, I've not. Okay. All right. Here we go. You're gonna keep the cap on. Huh? Okay. Yes. No, no, no. All right. So let's just do. Is he deep fried or what? Or did they brine him at least? He look, he's looking. He looks so unhappy. Oh my gosh! Dude. <laughs> Get it down to the microwave. Get it real nice and warm. He did his hair today too. Oh, oh no! Gross. Oh, oh no. yeah! Oh, <laughs> it's in his eye. Oh, no. What if it tur- what if it makes his hair rich and thick, and that becomes a, a a brand new beauty product? Describe your state of emotions right now. Uh, it's luckily not hot. It's uh, it's cold. It's on the microphone. It did just drip on the microphone. Oh, it's gross. Oh, it's gross. I'll produce the rest of this, but I will try. Spaghetti is a good sport, I'm telling you. Do we want to talk about that game, Eddie? I know, um, you know, I, I feel like I was I was w- worried. Um, I'm not as worried now, but the Cowboys looked like crap in the first half. And then, uh, I don't know, then you just got, kind of got blown out in the second half, right? I could use some of that to fill in my bald spot, you know? Yeah, that's what, exactly well, what I was thinking. If there's any leftover I, of that, that would really be nice. Yeah, right. I made a quick uh, couple bucks at the end of that game as soon as Mar missed the field goal. You did? At Fox Sports Radio. You had on, the over? No, I was on the air, and I was like, I bet everybody in the room. I was like, I bet the, I bet the Giants cover. Good. Get it out of the way with the missed field goals. All right, Spaghetti, your thoughts on that game? Uh, I, I mean, I was glad they were in, in it in the beginning. I kind of felt they were going to give up the lead. Like I said, just too many practice squad type players. Um, it's going to be a struggle to win pretty much any game the rest of the way with the amount of offensive linemen they're missing. Um, credit to Daniel Jones and Saquon who are going to have to keep this team on their back to be competitive. Um, and I, I can the, smell it. Lawrence on, the, on the reverse side of the ball. But, uh, yeah, the Cowboys are the better team. Uh, I've said that. I knew that going into the game. You did. And, and they, they won as expected. Okay. And right. Spaghetti was at uh, the Coliseum on Saturday. Yeah, right, we're going to get the to college. I, I, I do feel bad because it all took a turn. You were there. You saw the Rangers play Tuesday night. They beat the Kings. It was looking like it was going to be the greatest week of your life. And then Cowboys Thursday. It's about we'll, to drip again. We'll get to USC. We'll get to USC. He's doing good. We're gonna we're gonna go back to this. There's more. Uh, all right, check. Let's go over your game Monday night. Twenty four seventeen win. Steelers go on the road. I've now hit seven Monday night football games in a row. I'm here for you, ESPN. If you want a guy who could pick winners, uh, if not, I'll just stay here. We'll do podcasts together. That's fine. Boy, you are you're really there's something with you know how Kirk Cousins sucks on, oh, in prime time. <laughs> yeah. You with prime time games. I've not been great reason. on Thursday for some reason. And uh, well, last yeah. year you were on the heater yes. on TNF. Yes, this I year had on eleven in a row. Yeah, exactly. So, but and I had Najee first touchdown. Plus 440. He's banged up now. What is that? A Abdominal, sternum? they're saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure exactly. I love what... that. Well, Go listen. ahead, Jack. Gloat here. 24 sides. That's a nice, nice win. Pick it look good. I. It's weird. The, the thing for me is because obviously I'm obsessive about uh, the goings on on the banks of the three rivers. And mm. so I, I pay extra attention to what goes on with black and gold teams. Mm. But so there's an obsession there, rightly, with the first round draft pick, most important position in sports. 
I feel like there's a national obsession with the performance of Kenny Pickett. Am I overstating it? People pick him apart in a way that I don't remember anybody doing even with Trevor Lawrence or, yeah. or anyone. It's weird how every throw of his is dissected and every choice Trevor of Trevor Lawrence, uh, Pickett needs an Urban Meyer. But right, where, I mean, but there's nothing. The but like, am I... It feels like on social media, after every drive, there is reaction. Look at this video. Look at who he missed here. Oh, that ball's – he's got to put that more on the – well, I think that's on the receiver, not on the – I think that's actually on the offensive coordinator yeah. for putting him in that spot. It's crazy. Listen, the kid is coming along. He is not a Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Caleb Williams-level talent. But, you know, in between that is, you know, not Tom Brady is also – not that level of talent. So yeah. how hard he hits the books. And I, I think he's got, he meets the minimum requirement in terms of arm strength. He can make plays with his legs. Well, that's he the thing. Like, he all runs that. for that's first downs. That's what you want in a quarterback these days. Want to right. you know, be a good game manager and run for first downs. But the weird thing is, Martin, is that going to change in three years? We see these running quarterbacks. They change their style. We really don't see that in any other sport. We don't say Mike Trout says, you know what? I'm going to be a singles hitter. I'm going to choke up <laughs> on the bat. We don't see like uh, like Rudy Gobert saying, I'm not going to bang in the paint anymore. I want my career to last long. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to spot up from three. It's, it's strange. I get it. But even what we're seeing out of Kenny Pickett, we might not see in 2025. I think we will. Yeah, I think it's because I think he's uh he. Re I heard this somewhere. I can't remember who said it, but he they likened him to Joe Burrow when he was making mm -hmm. all those quarterback comps. Like I feel like he's kind of a Joe type of guy where he's never going to be. They're never going to run like QB power, right? But like the idea that if it's third and five, mm -hmm. he'll tuck it and run more along the lines of like a guy like Tom Brady who's not fast and you don't want to run. But if it's third and four right. and there's five yards ahead of him, he'll go get it. Yeah. You know, and he's that's been consistent throughout his entire career. As opposed to like like you're saying, like Dak is who you're really talking about when you say, Why do these guys stop running? But Dak was running know. against uh, No, but look at RG RG three. Like, you know, you want to say they figured him out on tape or whatever, but you know, it, it and it made sense why he stopped. Russell Wilson, I'm talking about too. He doesn't run right. I'll Russell's push back though slow. and say that there are, there are those mid-career transitions, specifically for Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. They around the age of thirty just were like well, I can't attack the rim endlessly anymore because guys are quicker than I am at this point. And then they develop that mid-range. I guess. It just didn't affect their stats as much as. Right. No, right. You're right. Here, but I, I mean, I. The basketball I, example is Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd couldn't shoot threes until he got old. Well, right. some guys, I always I always love that when like, I don't, I'm worried about this kid. If he's going to be playing on the perimeter in, in the NBA, he better learn to shoot. He's not a shooter. And I was like. Yeah, but he's a supreme athlete, right? If you get him in the gym and work on it endlessly, he's going to get to be good. I, I hear you completely with that. I guess um, everyone shoots threes now, so the basketball one is is, is rough. But, I mean, but listen, yeah, uh, yeah I, I feel like I, I, this is something I've been saying for two years now. Like, mm. Josh Allen cannot be your best runner. That is going to have, yes. you know, uh, you Lamar even Jackson. this year, you can't do uh, against – the bum lions. I was really the main thing that stood out to me mm. was you still, you, Bills. You really want Josh Allen taking those kind of smacks in the fourth quarter? Right. I know you got to win the game because you want to win the division. But man, really hold off on those until mid to late fourth quarter in regular season games, and then in the playoffs maybe cut them loose. But yeah, I don't like a QB runner. The other thing is too. It I mean, remains you had, you the had something completely opposite. I will say it's a more exciting. It just is. Of course, it's a more exciting offense than when Big Ben did in the last few years, where you struggled to. Uh, you'd have zero, three, or seven in the first half. Not that the Steelers' offense before last night, I think, was thirtieth in the league, but at least there's some kind of glimmer of hope. I think with this picket kid. I agree, but I, I, I think the. Um I, I, what I think is you heard Buck and Aikman talking about it again and in the pregame, the, the obsession, and I get it, that, boy, that's a, that's a real nice dimension to add in at, at QB, what Jalen Hurts can do, the way he mm. can, the way you just, it, it, it feels nearly unstoppable mm. w because of what he can do with his legs. And we saw Lamar Jackson and um, Andrew Luck had that going for him as well as a more physical runner and Josh Allen. And so, but what's weird is, Think about 56 years of Super Bowl evidence. Mm -hmm. Who's the best running QB to ever win a oh, Super Bowl? The idea that you have to have that to be competitive, there, there's no... Uh, Roger Staubach. It's probably Russell Wilson. Russell Mo Wilson. Most recently. Steve Young. 
Like they, those are the those are the best runners to ever win a Super Bowl. It yeah. is not clearly a must-have thing to win the win the biggest games. All right, I'm not going to be as critical on on Pickett because I see now we look through three drafts and you're at a less than fifty percent success rate with these quarterbacks. Yeah, There's as many Josh Rosens as there are Lamar Jacksons and Joe Burrows and things like that. Uh, I do want to look at your division, Shaq, and I thought you guys did a good job breaking it down. Uh, the AFC North, because it's crazy that the Ravens, <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, let's look at it this now. Um, there are eight divisions. Six of them are kind of like their prohibitive favorites are, are running away with it. Now that the 49ers have a game and a half lead over the Seahawks, and I know they play a night game in a, a few weeks in Seattle, but now they're like a minus 700. Everybody yeah. is that and above, except for two divisions, the AFC East and the AFC North, where the Bills and the Ravens hmm. are just about exactly the same type of favorite, minus 230. And I ask you, I've asked the degenerate trifecta. I asked Simmons. Who's Simmons? Um, <laughs> would you take either of those favorites and nobody's biting on those minus 230s from what I heard? Martin? No, i take the Bills. Bills over Dolphins. Even though Dolphins are in first now, have the have the lead. I do, I think ultimately it's the Bills, I, I think they'll figure it out. Like, okay. And don't they, they still have a, uh, the Bills still have to, they still have to play the Dolphins. They play again, at home right? against the right, Dolphins. Right. Yep. So, yeah, I, and as much as the Dolphins offense has been unstoppable, or like, it feels to be like this is the time of year where if someone's going to figure it out, this will be, it will be now. Mm-hmm. Right, you know what I'm saying? Either it's going to continue for the rest, but now it's been 10, 12 games where guys have seen what they're doing, and if, if they're going to be a way to stop it, somebody will have it. Or that, or the Dolphins won Super Bowl. Well, that's what Check says. Or he says they're at least going. So I know you don't like the Dolphins. You don't like the Bills at minus two thirty. Do you like the no, Ravens I, at minus two thirty? I love the rate. I, I really do. I, the the superior team. It feels like right now is is the Bungles. I don't know who would mount much of an argument against that. But look at the look at the paths that the two teams have. Right. It's, it's really the 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 Bungles have a really rough ride the rest of the way here. The mm. Ravens have very little in, in their yeah. way. So I, I I'll definitely take them and also you know that they, they, they still it's now two years running but the injuries have wrecked them but they are again getting some guys back right. so i kind of like that a little bit more um the the big one for the dolphins they have three straight tough games coming up here the biggest one though is against the niners playing the defense that they're playing that that's a talk about one. talk about what uh, that's a what martin game. just said there that's think about that matchup that, that what that will reveal about how far Mike McDaniel and Tua can take this. I'm very excited about that. But back to your division. Well, first of all, also, Martin, I really think the Von Miller injury, I think, like... It's big time. It really is. I think, at best, an average defense without him, honestly. And it showed uh, against Detroit uh, on Thanksgiving. So uh, My my pick of the Bills is more thinking that the Dolphins will come back to earth. And also, I'm through with the Ravens, bro. You are. I'm done. I the, hard the, to argue like, against. I'm, them. I'm, I pick them damn near every week. They are. You so know they weird. got. They got. They have a guy who just three years ago was an MVP in this league, and they can't score any single point. I mean, they can't score at all. Right. And then when they do somehow eke out a double digit or two score lead, which they do seemingly every single game, they find a way to blow it. It is. I'm incredible. done. It is. I'm done. That and Shaq, you guys talked about it. The, I feel like that is the – you said you characterize your team as a knuckleball team, the Steelers. I think that's the knuckleball division. You have a team like the Ravens who should be the best on paper. They should be, and I know they've had their injuries. But as Martin points out, their four losses, they had not double-digit leads, but they had two score two leads. Two score in leads in every one of them. And three of them in the fourth quarter. And I want to say it, it was double digits before last before Sunday because the Sunday this was, was nine. Nine, right. So it was two score, right, So in all four losses. So that team – Essentially can't be trusted. The Bengals, great. Joe Burrow, nice job against the Titans. But and any week they can allow seven sacks, and that could turn the, the yeah. season around or at least a game around. So your Steelers are going to play spoiler the rest of the way, right? I just They're a weird team. They struggle to score, except they've scored over 20 only twice against, right. against the Bengals. Another good team. No, I mean, they did it last. They're starting to get to the magic oh, number for night. them. Right. They're yes, starting they to night. hit yep. that fairly regularly. Right. 20 plus, that should be enough the for last that weeks. team to win most games sure. that they play. Mm. Look at what they have left. If they beat the Falcons, 
I'm going to start to get somewhere in between frustrated and, <laughs> yeah, right. and, and it's excited. like when you take golf lessons, like, Oh, this is cool. It's like, yeah, now you think of yourself as a good golfer. If they would have just yeah. won one more game. I kept belly aching about it for the first time. If they yeah. would have beaten the jets as a, for instance, and they were five and six, I would now be talking about like, I think they right. really have a shot at making the playoffs. They still have a shot at nine wins, give us believe over it or not. Five and a half. And I think that's smart, but they'll at least play spoiler. And then I didn't even talk about the Browns and get the Sean Watson back and for better or worse. So that division is really, really the most messed up out of all. Take the Ravens. I, I know it's it, it's Ravens scary Bulls, with Burrow play. <laughs> Think about how good Burrow's looking without yeah. Jamar Chase right now, and he's the last week and a half without Joe Mixon. Right. Still, I'm taking the uh, but taking that's, the Ravens. I'm on the Bengals, dog. But, but Martin, that's the. Did we talk about their schedule? Chiefs home against that. They have good quarterbacks the rest of the yeah, way. Yeah. I'll just say that. Uh, well, at the Patriots, but uh, they play the Chiefs, they play the Browns, they play the Bengals, they play the Bills, and they play the Ravens. And then, like I said, Christmas Eve, they're at the Patriots. Those are tough games uh, for sure. All right, let's take a quick break. And the Ravens, conversely, Breeze, for the most part. No, Breeze retired. Martin, tell them about oh, that. Oh, right, right, yeah. right. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll uh, talk Tom Brady. Your first bet with Caesars Sportsbook and Casino. It's on Caesars up to $1,250. Download the app with promo code C-Z-R-F-U-L-L and place your first bet. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get it all back as a free bet. That first bet also gives you 1,000 tier credits and 1,000 reward credits, putting you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer free stays, game tickets, experiences, and more. You must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ontario, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, and Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah, and other states where prohibited. Yes, you have to know when to stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem in Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Virginia, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania, or if you know someone who has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in Maryland, visit MarylandGamblingMDGamblingHelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net, Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700, Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT, Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. That's 467-369. Visit C-O-N-N-E-X-Ontario.ca or call 1-866-531-2600 or text C-O-N-N-E-X to 247-247. Tennessee, call or text Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, Eddie Spaghetti, how you feeling? I, th- I feel like it's um, dried. No, it has not dried. It's, uh, <laughs> the gravy is, resides there in... Uh, gelatin form now on top of your head it's salty um <laughs> right now my laptop's still working which is okay, great good, uh, good. not too much on my clothes but being honest with you i kind of wore this um i wore this got very sweaty the other day took it out of my dirty clothes hamper and put it on smart uh, in fear that smart. i would have some see there you go someone tastes spaghetti does he, t- does he taste good <laughs> joel give him a lick lick the top of his head there we go <laughs> i don't know is he as salty as the gravy i have to say no actually lick his head What's the matter with you? No. 
Oh, it's not kosher? Okay. All right. We'll figure it out. By hey. the end of this, if it dries, it could be better to keep it nice and liquidy because if it if it hardens, you're going to be like uh, uh, Max von Sydow as, uh, as Ming the Merciless and Flash Gordon. Remember when he wore those oh, like... Man. <laughs> Everybody gets that reference, right? right? It's 2022. (laughs) I think we're going to have to pour some gravy over your head, Chef. Um, All right. Let's talk about uh, Tom Brady for a second. Uh, Everyone's freaking out. Definitely a terrible loss to the Browns. Definitely looked like they were going through the motions. Definitely looked like a team that doesn't feel like they need to win every week to take this division. And that's all Brady counted on was winning this division. That's why he played. That's why he came back. They're still minus 430 to win the South. But boy, were they bad check against the Browns. I mean, giving up that lead and just had the lead forever. Couldn't bring it home. The Falcons, I, I hate know that we team. keep talking about them, but the, <laughs> I, I know you, well, but it was also a savvy play. Now, what, six, seven weeks ago when you called that one out and put Martin, put something yeah. on? They should be winning this division by two games. But the this Buccaneers is not, but take. But this isn't a world beater team. And so you see some of those results and you feel like, oh, my team that I bet on this long shot with great juice behind it now. That's what they're going to, if they go eight, nine, that might be enough to win the division. So if they, games that you need to sweat, I would think, are this one on Sunday. If they beat Pittsburgh coming to Atlanta, they're going to win the division. The Bucks stink. I just would like to state that this is the least fun I've ever had placing a future bet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, really? not, I'm not having any fun. Like waking up and watching Tom Brady and, uh, dropping passes and almost getting pass intercepted to still somehow win the game. That nobody's gaining ground or they yeah, lose the game. Exactly. Yeah. And then so the Falcons have lost the, the last three in the most inexplicable ways possible. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, but they won weird. I, I know you made the bet after they won a, a few weird games. Wait, so they don't play them? Oh, they do. Last game of the year. They do. Last January eighth. I think if, I wow. really think I might be sitting there January eighth, wondering if I'm going to cash this three to one. Interesting. Ticket. I think you have a great shot at it. Does that this matter? Is that ma- game's going to matter, huh? Well, the uh, a, another major chapter in who's going to win this is. What happens with the Bucks going, uh, or, or uh, I guess the Saints are coming to them. But either yeah. way, as we know and have covered uh, extensively, Saints have their number. Are we going to turn our that. nose up at that? Sorry, Martin. That team stinks. Hey. And, and I, I, I'll, I'll say it again. I, I, this is the most underreported or completely unreported story of 2022. Why Jameis Winston? What must be going on behind the scenes that they march Andy Dalton out there when they know the result this team cannot, uh, they have so much trouble scoring, and yet he's their guy week after week. I don't want to get you riled up, Mark. And it was well, just the other thing. They have vertical threats, too, like the Olave and the Shaheen. Sure. They have guys who are get open. Like, I don't understand what the holdup is. But, you know, at least Andy Dalton is, I can't believe I'm about to say this, at least he doesn't take every single snap. At least they run Taysom Hill That's out true. there a Taysom little Hill. bit. And you hated Taysom Hill taking snaps last year. Now you're like, oh, please, let's this, see more. I mean. Yeah, I, I feel like Andy Dalton every three weeks does something big enough or okay enough to keep his job. They beat the Raiders with a terrible showing by the Raiders. They shut him out 24 nothing. Then they beat the depleted Rams uh, a couple weeks ago. But honestly, 13 against the Ravens, 10 against the Steelers, zero against the 49ers. I know they fumbled all over the place. Um, I, I don't know what's going on with that. And now they come to Tampa in a revenge-ish short sort of game because that was the game, right, with the uh, the phantom late hit call on Brady. That was Saints no, Bucks was, the first no, time, wasn't it? That was the Falcons. Oh, Falcons. That oh, right. The Falcons I'm sorry. Had the, That's great. right. Okay. That was the game where I was like, oh, the Falcons can win this division because they're better than All the right, Buccaneers. So, that, so that's going to be fun, January 8th. So I, I still say Brady's Do you think, I, I, because uh, to be clear about my thoughts, if anybody uh, gives a, a, a good GD, but mm. um, I, I, I am not opposed to tanking as a mm. rule. I think some teams just ain't wired to do it. They have too much talent in the locker room. Right. The Saints feel like they're kind of loaded up, but they stink. And why would you throw Andy Dalton in there unless that you're you're trying to play for something in 23? I don't mean to be a conspiracy theorist, I but know. it makes zero sense that you have Jameis knocking around there. What gives already with that? You're absolutely right. Does Dennis Allen have some job security from on high that we aren't aware of that he's allowed to run out Andy on Has purpose no instead of Jameis? In a press conference, no one's asked him in the last month, was Jameis ready? Is Jameis wise? Like, there are so many controversies. So many coaches get pounded in the press post-press conference or the, um, a morning radio show or something. And yet, there's not been any talk about this. Uh, 
I don't got the answer, Sway. All right. Okay. Bucks are uh, punking everybody. That's what we I'm got saying. another, by the way. Yeah. We got another great QB carousel coming up this offseason. Well, I do want to talk about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. We saw him, and now with eight losses, we saw him wincing after every pass, looking down. I likened it to me on a Southwest Airlines flight for the last seven years in the last few minutes, just trying not to vomit. After every pass, he was like staring down. But now it's like an oblique injury. Jordan Love came in there for better or worse. And, um, I don't know. They lost by seven to the Eagles. Uh, Good job you, by him covering. Did okay. Yeah, at least pushed or whatever right. you had out there. Um, and now they have eight losses. So do you shelf him for the year? You, you could, but he's going to be your quarterback, I think, as long as he wants to be your quarterback. You can't sit him now paying all this money in the future, right? You could sit him for this year, but he's your quarterback in the future until he leaves. Once he announces that he wants to play until they're right. mathematically eliminated, I don't think you as a franchise can really do that to a guy. Because, as you know, if you're one of those well-run organizations that's nice and stable and everything else, you don't want to be flailing around a QB week in, week out, and all that kind of stuff. But the only reason Aaron Rodgers will still be the QB in 23 in Lambeau is because he refuses to get traded. That's it. It's his decision. Because why would Green Bay not? Green Bay has no incentive at this point with the with the inexplicable no show by that mm. defense this year. Right. It's not just Aaron Rodgers too. He hasn't been good, but um, the play calling's been weird. Not riding those two two backs nearly enough, mm. but the defense is weird too. So anyway, yeah, make the jump to Jordan Love. You can beef up the rest of the roster around the kid if you let Aaron Rodgers contract go. And like the you Robin- brought up on minus three, it it may potentially increases Jordan Love's. You know, trade value. You you get to see what you have in them at least. Yeah, right. If you if you can get them in there for the last month, and you know maybe they do lose as soon as this week. Although the Bears now even a couple more injuries. But yeah, I think um, I think Aaron Rodgers to the Jets makes all the sense for all parties, with the possible exception of Aaron Rodgers, who seems like a cuckoo bird. So who knows? Yeah, I'm not going to try try to get in his head. Although I will ask you, Martin, for the first time. What's on of, Spaghetti's head? Of a though? thousand times, we're going to hit this. Where does Aaron Rodgers play next year? Green Bay. He does. Yeah, yeah right. he's a Packer. All right. They signed him for that money. And I think, honestly, I would think that you may not want to play Jordan Love mm. if you're wanting to trade him, like, for the rest of this season. Like, you might have really? – he came he – came, uh, the that Eagles are a good defense. That was primetime TV. You have his preseason tape. Like, mm-hmm. like what if he comes out and he has, does like Mike White last year? Right. Where he goes gangbusters for three games, and he throws five interceptions, and all of a sudden the flavor of the month's going bad. I will say, I, maybe it's because I'm a Cowboys fan, I'm looking for hope. But they, and as much as they brutalized them on the ground, 346, 364 yards, whatever it was, a lot of it was Hurts, most of almost all of it was Hurts and Sanders. Still, only won that game by seven. A little, yeah. a little strange with the Eagles, and it wasn't. It was a good game for most of the time. I know they they had a score at the end to cover to keep it to seven. But anyway. I'm not closing the book. You talk about division odds. Uh, I'm not closing the book on your guys winning the division. Well, the Eagles, their win is a – Spaghetti, what's the matter with you? Look at him. He's wiping his head. Oh, I'm sorry. He's got gravy on his side. I always forget. You guys remind (laughs) me. I always forget. (laughs) Uh, The Eagles are – their over-under is 14 and a half wins right now. Just the way it's going to go the rest of the way. He's got the gravy sweats. Leave him alone. They um, have how many wins now? They have. So they have. Do they have ten? What they're they're 10? nine and one, right? Nine and one. They're ten and one. Ten and one. Ten and one. Yeah. Okay. Ten and one, and you know, I, I don't know. It, it could come down to do they play their full squad against the Giants? So it's, I think I'd have to lean under fourteen and a half. You do. But, I mean, they just have. I mean, they play the Giants twice. They play the Cowboys. They are at the Bears. They're home for your Saints, and they're home for the Titans this week. Yeah, so fifteen and two is what you have to get to. They already have a win. I could see him fall. I would go under. I just don't want to bet against them. The rest we of the need way. Eagles Cowboys to appear somewhere in this postseason on the NFC side because otherwise, I'm not sure it's that great a no what a, a bracket. I'm just not. What that, do you mean? Niners uh, are very look at solid. look at the AFC. Look at look at the AFC matchups we're going to get, and then con- and consider the like are the very Seahawks good. are going to maybe get in, and the Commies. Are you going to get excited about that? By yeah. the way. One or the other. If the commies or giants sweeps, that yeah. knocks the other well, team out it. of the playoffs. Yes. And they're, what is it, Eddie? There's three weeks apart between the two games. They play this week. Somehow you're an underdog at home, and then you play like two weeks from then. So, yes, I agree with you. If it's a sweep, then our dream of four NFC East teams um, in the playoffs goes away. I will say this. It really is looking. Thank you for saying that. Cowboys can win the division. 
right now we're the five seed. If we go to Tampa, and we'll, I think we'll be like a four-point favorite at this point, mm-hmm. and we lose to that bum team again, I may have to look for a new squad to root for. I may have. <laughs> I was looking at no, that exact. Just, please. I was looking at the at how wild card week will Enough. look, and that was the one I was thinking like, the Cowboys would have no business going down Don't there, not do trucking it. that team. They better whip that team if they get if that's who they catch. I'm already pissed off at them. <laughs> I really am. What's it going to be even worse though is if it's the Falcons. Imagine if that's a wild card game with the Falcons hosting yeah. somebody. Babyface points out the Vikings are nine and two. Everyone's counting them out. It could be, I don't know, if the Vikings are in there, the Eagles are in there, the Cowboys, the 49ers. Let's see what the 49ers do to the Dolphins. You know, that's the NFC will be all right. Number one seed is huge. I know it always is. It's easy to point to. But if the Vikings get number one and mm-hmm. both games are played in Minnesota, I like their chances reasonably. But I don't like You know, if they have to right. you know, win a couple at home and then mm-hmm. go up to Philly to get to the suit, I don't like that. Yeah, they've already lost at Philly. All right, let's take talk college football right now. Martins, Wolverines, they pull off the upset. 45-23, Martin. Let's get your thoughts. I mean, that was a weird game. You had one yard rushing, and you were winning at, at some point. Yeah. Uh, I, and I, then you were winning at the important point, 45-23. Well, I, you know, I thought Michigan I, – I was high on Michigan going into the matchup. I just thought that Michigan was the better team uh, mm-hmm. just after watching everybody. But if you had told me that Michigan was going to have 11 rushes – for 10 yards going into halftime, I would have said, oh, the score is 44 to, right. you know, something ridiculous like that. So I was concerned, like, at halftime wondering, like, man, if they, they're going to have to run the ball because J.J. McCarthy dropping back and completing mm-hmm. 20 passes is not happening. Just he threw that. some good balls. He threw some, and it was, they were up 10-3, Ohio State. It was third and nine. He drops back. He's going to get sacked by, like, four guys. He lets it fly to the sticks. Receiver makes the catch, whirly dervish, and scores. And all of a sudden, it's like you have all the momentum. It was a lot of that. And then to see Donovan Edwards break those, yeah. that was cool. We actually went to the same high school, although really? he's much younger than I am. Yeah. Did he mention you in the postgame? No, nothing? No. Oh, for but, God's uh, sakes. But no, to, but to see Michigan just run down their throats mm-hmm. after watching years and years of Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave and just crossing route after crossing route right. after crossing route. That, that felt good. They look so so disjointed, that offense. I don't want to take anything away from Michigan, but that should count as two losses for Ohio State, in my mind, check. And the odds right now, Georgia to win is minus 160. Martin, I hope you have money on your team. It's now plus 280. I bet on the start of the year. What would you have him at? I got to look it up. All right. It's better than plus 280, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. Check, Ohio State is third at 10 to 1. TCU is twelve to one. USC also twelve to one, and Alabama twenty five to one. Is that right? I will Ohio say this. State has the third shortest odds to win the whole thing. I I will say good job by South Carolina making this less complicated than it needed to. They knock out Tennessee, right? And then they knock Rattler. out Clemson. Spencer Rattler, yeah, Coach Beamer, nice job there. But now it is six teams shooting for four. USC is a three point favorite in the Pac twelve championship against. Utah, TCU, only a two and a half point. These are coin flip games mm-hmm. in the Big 12 championship against Kansas State. Are they are they in no matter what those two? Should they be in no matter what? And what will happen? I think that 100 percent, certainly Georgia's in no matter what. I think Michigan's in no yeah. matter what. I think TCU should be. But I but you argue with me as a fancy. You're a fancy pants who likes these brand name teams and what's going to be more fun. TCU has earned the spot in the final four, but okay. I'm I'm willing to say Ohio state. If TCU stumbles against K state, I mean, it is a power five team and they are undefeated and made it to their conference title game. You're going to knock them out. You're going to knock them out that. And and if USC wins, then, then that settles it. But what if they, what if they don't, don't be mischievous football gods. Let us just have this one. I yeah, I want to see Caleb Williams against Georgia. That's the best possible matchup, unless it's Ohio State. Was that you, Eddie Spaghetti, yesterday who pointed that out on minus three? Ohio State against Georgia, that might be the toughest matchup that you could possibly put in front of, see, that's of the, the thing, dogs, right? right? There, there's what you think is worth it or what you think should happen, and then there's games you want to see. Ultimately, I want to see Georgia and Michigan, right? That seems the fairest, and that would be the best championship. Along the way, I wouldn't mind seeing USC play Michigan. I wouldn't mind seeing Ohio State play Georgia, right? Wouldn't that be a fun game to watch? 
Uh, yeah, but it would be more fun. But listen, yeah. you know what? They, the right. the mischievous sports gods have a sense of humor, and they like to make us feel sad, not give us everything all the time. But yes, based on merit, TCU should be in. That I'm glad that it feels like that the collective opinion of football fans is, well, you can't talk about Bama, right? I mean, Bama cannot get in over Well, Ohio here's State. what I'll say. And I heard people talking about it. I heard Mike Wilbon talking about this. Well, Ohio State got smoked. You can't possibly put them in. Bama has to go. Bama has two losses and got smoked by uh, by Tennessee. <laughs> they, got, they got a garbage time touchdown. What's the difference? I don't know. I don't like that Ohio State getting in like that. But here's what I'll I say. I don't either. Because but I know you goes? say it's mischievous and everything. I, I'm, I have a proposal here. Make Ohio State play Alabama this week. Right? Great. Keep them on the outside. We're going to see what happens with these conference championship games. Um, if USC wins and TCU wins, well, this Ohio State at Bama game didn't matter. But let's just keep it. And they really should be able to designate this. That's what we're doing. Call it the Grudge Bowl. Yes. I think the Grudge Bowl should be in a state every year. It should rotate. So the Grudge Bowl, let's say, is in uh, let's say it's in Pittsburgh one year. Okay. It's in the stadium, AccuSure, whatever you want to do. All hash is settled, as you like to say, whether it's Logan Paul against Justin Bieber or this Ohio State-Alabama game. This is where you do it at the Grudge Bowl and maybe can move from year to year. Martin? I'm with it. You know, I mean, there's, as, as Dave always says, there is hash often to be settled. Right. And we have these mythical matchups that we would love to see happen but aren't going to happen. Why not actually have it happen? We're the fans, right? Right. We're the people who are paying the money and spending, really, spending the time. Yeah. The time spent on the couch watching all these things happen. I think we deserve it. As consolation prize, can we at least get that as a, as a game if neither one of them makes the final four? Is that is that possible oh, with, with bowl ties and everything? <sighs> So the Rose Bowl is not in is not a playoff. It's not game. in it. It's, so it's Ohio State has to go out there. Yes. Yeah. So I guess not. Never mind. So actually, Ohio State USC would be a good game if they're both out, but they won't be. There's no way they're both. out. I don't right? know. You know, no. Spaghetti's down on on USC. I just don't mm-hmm. think he. Li- I think Caleb Williams, man, he's better. I would rather have yeah. Caleb Williams than any of the QBs we've seen in the last three years. All right, now, Spaghetti, now I need you. Now, Spaghetti, can I hit you with one more dose of this? One more? Okay, here we go. Let's do this. One more. Because I feel like he's all dried up. Can't let the turkey dry. Over Justin Herbert. All right, one more. Well, I mean, I guess the last month of Justin Herbert is starting to show better. But don't you like that? Uh, those wheels on and the way the no, ball I, pops out I of that kid's hand? It was one of those moments where you said something and I automatically went back to try to disprove your point as opposed to agreeing with you for just general purpose. I mean, I thought... As, I, Here we go. Yeah, that gravy's there running through go. his hair like Caleb Williams through the defense. Now you're done. Uh, I can't believe he's going to go to the gym after this. It's got a Mr. T gravy mohawk going down the middle. Is it going down the back as well? No. That, thank goodness. <laughs> Please wipe down the bench press of the gravy you left behind. All right. I mean, nothing's on your face. Nothing's on. It's just dripping down, the, down your bangs, whatever's going on. I can't believe you, you haven't uh, rubbed your hand through it and stuck that hand yeah. into your mouth. Yeah, get in there. It's gravy. All right. Maybe you would have did it if it was marinara. All right. So your that thoughts on uh, Caleb Williams? Um, you got to see him play. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, spaghetti. Caleb Williams. Well, my pushback to Dave about SC was if, and I think you guys would probably agree, but if like Ohio State was matched up versus TCU USC, who are you taking in a college football playoff game? You're probably going to take Ohio State. Yeah. That's, that's my point. Sure. So I just feel like they're just a step below – um, and that's why I, they're ten to one. Yeah, I would much rather see USC lose again. To, I, I'm just not convinced that USC is going to beat Utah. They already lost them once. Again, their quality wins are versus four loss Notre Dame team at home. They escaped UCLA basically at home uh, and a three point win versus Oregon State. Like, there's nothing that's that impressive to me. Um, their defense is still pretty terrible. So, so great thing on the mic. And uh, I I just think that they're they're vulnerable. And they could be beat if it's not versus Utah. I think they definitely will lose. Uh, in the in the playoff, uh, so that's just my take on you know. <laughs> it is hard to take it serious. Those are all good points, but and but uh, I, yeah, you're right. They lost by one to Utah. They're a tough team. 
Utah battles everyone. Um, but Caleb Williams down minus 2,800 to win the Heisman. It's so weird how that shook up. Like, I guess it, it can't be Hendon Hooker, who was right there with Stroud, you know, for the last month or so, because now he didn't make it to the finish line. I get it. Stroud was not good. It can't be him. Max Duggan puts up pedestrianish numbers, but still you can get him at 20 to 1. If he lights up Kansas State and Caleb Williams gets sacked seven it's, times it's, and turns it over. It's got to be him, then. Right? It's got to There's like literally at this point a running out of options, it feels like. It's going to be a joke of a podium because they put three guys up there, but now one's going to be minus 3,000. I don't remember a favorite this that's what I said. That's what I said. Uh, yeah, I saw you tweet that out over the weekend that yeah. um, Caleb, C.J. Stroud or Caleb Williams, I don't remember who you were I advocating said Stroud. for. Of course, I was terrible. I thought he'd have a big second half. Right, and now it's Caleb Williams yeah. because he, you know, he did it against the Irish on national right. TV and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, it is fun to think about what would have happened if Caleb Williams had laid an egg in that game, mm-hmm. who, who, what, who would get the Heisman? Yeah. B. John Robinson? I mean, who who then? The Stetson Bennett? The boy Stetson Bennett's fourth at 75 to 1. He just doesn't have the numbers. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you talk about missed sitting. the last two games of the year. He, he missed the import, He missed the game that knocked Stroud out of it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's just weird. I will say, I know, Shaq, uh, I know uh, Spaghetti said not deserving of a Heisman. Numbers-wise, Better than a lot of these winners. Gino Toretta had 19 touchdown passes in his winning year. Eric Crouch had 25 combined with only 1,500 passing yards. I know there's more bad ones, but Caleb Williams, 34 touchdown passes, three interceptions, 10 rushing touchdowns. I mean, listen, if if you guys want to advocate for the the most fun matchups, then obviously you want Caleb Williams and the USC Trojans in the mix, right? Yeah, but... West Coast representation and all that makes it feel more... National in, in you know in scope and you have this electric guy and everything. I think they get screwed. Speaking I think of, I think TCU had better win. Well, they're out. I, I do. Think, I think I you're think right so. about that. I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Eric Crouch, Matt Rule at Nebraska. I mm. think he's going to be a disaster. What do Why? you guys think? I don't know. Thrives everywhere in college. It is funny how these big money deals don't mean anything. Nebraska picked up that whole tab from Carolina, and that's just going to go the other way, too. If you sign a college guy, these college guys are getting monster deals. The pro guys will take it right off their hands, so it doesn't really matter. I don't know. What's a disaster at Nebraska anymore? Well, I mean, I I guess that is a good point, but like the idea that Matt Rule is about to go win 10 games at Nebraska seems, I think they'll, you know, seven, eight wins, like, consistently. And I guess if Nebraska's fine with that, and that's what it'll be. Well, but. Caleb Williams demonstrates anything. And I, I think their over-under was nine and a half wins, so I don't want to overstate this, but this transfer portal and a coach who can get done really turns things around quickly. That is true. Very weird. Very weird. It's a big chip, obviously, to be in one of the two mm-hmm. were, uh, you know, relevant conferences. If you're, if you're an, an SEC or Big Ten school, then that is going to boost recruiting. It's weird to think about Nebraska, where they're pulling their players from at this point, um, and who they're even competing with to get those guys. But right, it, it it's got to be a big chip for them that they're Big Ten. This guy's had success. He's put guys into the NFL. Mm-hmm. His failing is at the NFL level, but at least he can claim in a year from now it'll be like, this guy knows about the NFL. He worked in it for three years. Those those kind of things matter to 17-year-old blue-chip kids. All right. Uh, let's take a quick break, then we're going to go over our play of the day. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. 
So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. All right, how'd we do with Pop of the Week? I know I lost with the Packers. I picked them to upset the Eagles uh, outright. Check, who did you have for your I don't even remember who I had at this (laughs) point. Martin, that must mean you lost. Yeah. Probably. (laughs) No, it might have been the... My pup was the Falcons. The Falcons, okay. Wait, yeah. you and I weren't together on the Falcons? That Wasn't that the one that we were? No, that was no, two weeks week, ago. Last two week, weeks ago. we were both yeah. on the chart. All right, so let's busted. move on. Lots happened. Tuesday, play of the day, Marquette plus six and a half over Baylor. I like this Marquette team. They lost in UNC in the first round of the tourney. The tourney, uh, Shaka Smart rolls out starting lineup, which is uh, mostly returning. I think four of the five starting lineup uh, is returning from last year. He runs a high pace style. It's fun. Uh, fifth in average possession length at just 14 seconds. Uh, additionally, Marquette forced 22 turnovers a game. Look for Tyler Kolick, 43% behind the arc. Marquette 4-1 in the last five against the spread. Baylor wins a close one, 72-69. Check, play of the day. I'm going to do a little uh, parlay on the ice for you. I'm going to go with Mikey Meatballs. Relatively hot. I, I say I have to say relatively hot New York Islanders because oh. the Devils are ridiculous. They're burning on fire like they're in hell itself um, <laughs> and, and hellish for the likes of Eddie Spaghetti's uh, Rangers and uh, and my Penguins and everybody else who didn't anticipate the Devils and Islanders being ahead of them in the standings. Mm. Anyway, Islanders on the money line. Pittsburgh Penguins on a hunch at home against the Carolina Hurricanes playing much better hockey. Their their bugaboo is the second game in a back to back. They just are they're too old. To, That's a parlay to do that. You pair those up plus one eighties. Your payout. All right, Islanders Martin. Penguins plus one eighty. Enjoy. Good old Patrick division parlay. Go ahead. Right. I'm taking the Warriors. Uh, they are short favorites. One and a half. Looking at that favorites. Yeah, yeah uh, they've been absolutely. Horrendous on the road this <laughs> good, year. Good pitch, <laughs> but I'm thinking we're starting to see a turnaround because, like, they sent Wiseman down to the G League. Kaminga's going to be playing. Like, they were trying to get these young guys together. I think they're realizing that's not going to work out. Right. Uh, so I think they do get this one. Plus, Dallas has been traveling a ton uh, over the last four or five days, and so even though it's a home game for them, I think they might have kind of put their feet up. All right. There so you go. I'm rolling with the Warriors. I just wish you would have listened to me when I told you that the Lakers probably aren't going to make the playoffs. Did you watch them on uh, on Monday night? That was, <laughs> that was a, a rough Awful. loss. Awful. Three at the buzzer. They find different ways to uh, But, I lose. mean, they blew it. They were up seven. They, they were up 11 with, like, four and a half left. Yeah, and they, and Benedict teams. Matherin just shot him back. And it was like, you guys know that the game. there's still time on the clock. You guys are screwing around like this game's over. You're the Lakers. And I don't mean the 1985 Lakers. I mean this bum cl- that version whole West of your team. That's so weird. Uh, hey, Joe Dobies, congratulations. 11 right in our extra points contest, the pick'em contest. He gets 100 bucks. Prop quiz winner, Mike Beckwith. Check. He had seven right. What's uh, important to this is this guy's won two in a row. Wow. I think our site's being hacked because it's not like it's just us and Mike Beckwith. 129 people entered, and it was more last week, and he's won two in a row. So that's less than, what is that, a half a percent? I don't know. I don't know the math on this. Anyway, Megan Gailey, congratulations to her. One eleven and one. <laughs> she got the Oaken bucket from the Hoosiers as a Purdue grad, but then that's uh, right. But then the Steelers got yes. Colts, so she and I split. She's our focused on the Pacers too. Will Blackman, you're going to have to give him props. I think he had ten or eleven wins somewhere in there. I think huh. Toby said he had eleven on the graphic there. But it's a nice change for go. Will. Yeah, there you go. He's, he's figuring it he's out. Figuring now. it out. Everybody's Football. over 500, save one. Does, right? It does seem like that. Yeah, Megan Connolly is now has a positive record. Hanchley's brother Bry by a game, so. Look at that. Uh, extrapoints.com slash arcade. Play all our games. Uh, Spaghetti, how you holding up there? Not too bad, right? Not too cold, not too warm? Everything is fine. It's drying up. Uh, hopefully I could, uh, you know, I could use it as hair products. Right. Uh, There's so much in it right now. How long would you have to not wash that before Jada noticed, if you didn't even say anything? Uh, I did not tell her about this right. because she would have been like asking me a thousand questions about why I agree to this. Why are you doing this? You don't like it, uh, Eddie? Why'd you do it? Yeah, so I just kept. I just <laughs> okay. uh, you know 
shipped off to work. Didn't yeah. mention what I was doing. Um, I think I, I, I do. I'm not hitting the gym like Dave said. I'm hitting the Peloton in my home. So I got to, I may just leave it on for the leave Peloton. It. Let it, let That's it what I'm saying. Yeah. My body. Exfoliate. Last nice People may not know Spaghetti's uh, girlfriend it does a lot of food based stuff on right. Spectrum yeah. here in Los Angeles. She definitely has to taste test that. Well, she, would, she, she wouldn't eat the tuna. We almost had her eat the tuna when Eddie had to wear the tuna on his head. Right, for, right, um, right. But yeah, she, then everyone looks online and says, you can get poisoned and die, and then they get freaked out. So Squares. that's the end of that. There you go. All right. Liabilities. That's going to do it. We will be back uh, Thursday. Uh, reminder to everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites. <laughs> <laughs>